Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Keynote Podcast. I'm your host, Solaris, and today I am joined by Sky, aka a cloudy sky. Yo, what's up? So Sky is a producer, composer, and vocalist who is native to New York City, and he has a unique style of electronic music that is fusing melodic bass with the sounds of post-rock, and has received the support of numerous well-established names in the scene, such as San Holo, Porter Robinson, Elenium, and Martin of Noisia and Zonderling fame. Welcome to the show! Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So first, let's just start off with, uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm just kind of chilling. Um, Low-key low bored because uh, I'm kind of in this like weird position where like all my summer stuff is like kind of done and I'm just kind of waiting to go back uh, to college uh, and hang out with the people in Boston. But yeah, I'm doing pretty good right now. So let's start off by uh, telling you about, so I just wanted to congratulate you, first of all, on your successful campaign, uh, the vinyl yeah. campaign on Bandcamp for your album, Blood Rushing, like current through a power line. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. So it's like that, it, like got funded with still like two weeks left. It's like totally insane to me. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that album then? Yeah, I'd be, I'd be down to do that. Um, so yeah, I guess. I started uh, making that album um, a little bit before like my first like semester of college and the album itself is like very much about like kind of like the change in my life, like like going to like new places, like having new experiences. Um, and like, while also still like going into like this new part of my life with still, still having like some regrets about stuff I like never got to do or like, um, amends I never got to like make. Um, and so that's, I think a big part of like that album's identity. Um, and also of course, while writing it, uh, the pandemic happened and that also uh, it changed a lot of the kind of ideas that I kind of went into the album with. It's like, okay, so like, this is, I guess, part of the new thing that I, we're doing now. Um, and so like the album itself is like, there's a lot of it parts that I, kind of considered to be like sort of post-apocalyptic um especially like taking into account the world i try to like build around my music um i think the the song that i think these themes like most show up on is definitely like relay scattering that song to me is just is just straight up about like the world ending and like knowing it's like going to end but like uh there's like not a whole lot you as like one person can do about it so you're just kind of like okay this is I'm going to make the most of like what I have around me at the moment um, and just live my life as like much as possible. Um, and yeah, I think, yeah, <laughs> um, that it, the album means a lot to me. Um, I'm really happy with how it came out. Um, I'm super satisfied, but like, um, I, I'm just glad that like pe people ended up liking it. It was like, I took a lot of, uh, I felt very, I guess, more vulnerable in certain parts of making it than I've done with like a lot of my previous work. Um, and I was definitely like worried that like it would have come off a bit weird to a lot of people, but I don't think that's been the case. Um, and I'm super grateful for that. Mm -hmm. I think that you're probably one of the most highly regarded artists in definitely in this kind of, you know, underground scene, because basically all of my friends I know just absolutely adore your music. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, let's just talk about then just a little bit of your history then. So, how did music then kind of start for you? 
Oh yeah. Um, I've I've been making music since I was like a kid and had like GarageBand on like my first computer, um, and that was like I don't even remember like how long ago that was. I must have been like eleven or twelve or something. Um, and like I think around that time also like like Skrillex dropped like Bangarang or one of his EPs, and like that that is like what got me into like electronic music. I just heard all these like crazy sounds like happening in the songs and i was just like how how can i make this like i want to i want to try and do something like this because it's it, it was like nothing i had like ever heard at the time being like raised with like you know a lot of alternative pop and like rock music this was like something really new and exciting to me um and i think when i started making or trying to make that kind of music i just searched up how to make like dubstep online um and <laughs> Yeah, the first result for was like some really awful like sample based web browser where you like you couldn't really make your own sounds. You just like chose from like different drum samples and like dubstep based samples and like arranged them together to make a song. Are you talking about Audio Tool? I, I am not. Uh, this was like something that I found before Audio Tool, and I was like, um, I I really wanted to like make my own sounds, and then like I think the second result was Audio Tool, and I was just like, okay, this actually has like synthesizers and stuff. This like feels like an actual like program, and that yeah, that's what led me to like using Audio Tool because it just like I remember like making like my first song in it with like the built-in synthesizers that it had, and I was just like, this I made all of this. This is this is so cool, um, and I was super excited about that. And I think the first song I ever made with Audio Tool is still up on my account. If you like solar beeps, on. solar beeps, hell yeah. <laughs> um it's really it's really bad um i don't recommend listening to it for the sake of your ears but um yeah it was it was it was at the time uh of making it i was like super excited it opened up like a whole new world of like making music to me and like is you know that website is like what got me in and like uh just to into making electronic music and like realizing like i can make something that is like entirely my own thing using like synths and stuff so it was it was super crazy for me and also that website just like there's so there were so many people on it who are like still around today and like popping out crazy stuff like like zavi especially was like um like the king of that site honestly for like a while and uh definitely one of the like he was like straight to one of the first electronic artists i would I, like listen to because his stuff was like um very like prevalent on the website um and yeah it was super cool to just like have that kind of scene and still people see people from that scene doing stuff today there's a lot of stylistic similarities in between like the stuff that you make and the stuff that you know xavier is making would you say that he kind of serves as a real inspiration to you then Ab absolutely yeah absolutely um like i remember i, I can't remember like the first song i heard from him was but like um i think like it was like 2015 or like 2016 um i put out like the small collection of tracks i don't think it was like really formally in like an ep of his but like um they were like very he kind of took like the moored fustang sound and like made it slower kind of like 160 bpm so it had like those very like harsh like saw you know electro synthesizers but also with like these big drums that were like very like Porter-esque. Um, and at the time I had like, I had not listened to like any of 
Porter's music. Um, I had just like known that, you know, this sound on Audio Tool that like a lot of people were doing and I really fell in love with it. And I remember like um, making sounds that were like very inspired by like Zavi and like other artists on the site. And like someone told me, hey, this sounds like Flickr. I'm like, I have no idea what that is. Um, and then I remember listening to Worlds for the first time. And I was just like, oh, this is like where like all of this kind of came from. Um, but of course, like people on the website were doing like the audio tool was like so limited at the time. So like you couldn't really make stuff the way other people were making things. So that led to people doing some really interesting things stylistic wise. Um, so I think even if like all the music that came out of that website was like super inspired by, you know, all the other stuff that was happening in the EDM scene at the time, it all just sounded like its own thing because the way it was made was just so different and alien that from what I think or how I think a lot of other music at the time was being made. All right. So then another question that I have for you is let's talk about just your creative process. And I just kind of want to know, how does your creative process work then? Ooh, um, I don't even know. I, I kind of just like, for me, whenever I start, like whether it's like a song or just like a cover art for a song or like anything, I, I, I usually start with like a certain sound or idea and go off from there. I never like start solely with like a chord progression or like a bass line. I'm just like, whatever grabs my attention first, I, I gravitate towards that and like try, try and build around it. So I think definitely something for me, it's just like, I, I try to find something that's really distinctive and then just like build an entire track around that. Like, I think a really good example of that is probably my song From Home that I put out like, I don't know, probably two or three years ago. Um, and that song is like mostly made out of this sample that I found on like freesound.org which is just like this weird whistle thing. And like, I, I use that as like a lead. I also made like some of the bases in that song, like by resampling and doing like weird stuff with it. Um, because I just, I, I just like the way that sample sounded and I based everything around that. Um, and I guess art wise, you know, sometimes I'll just have like a scene in my head um, that I, I wanna make and I'll make it. But other times I just have this very vague idea of like a composition and so I, I just slowly block things in until like it starts looking like uh, a landscape or like something that you can recognize um and that's yeah i think that's usually how i like start working on ideas and so let's talk then a little bit about the character and if you want to talk about and yeah then. sure um yeah i i think the first time i like used Anth in a cover art was on like my song Spaces, which was like one of the, like the last big songs that I made, like still an audio tool um, um, before I like fully like switched over to Ableton. And um, I don't, I can't remember like why I originally like made it. I just knew that like I wanted to take like my cover arts to like some other level. And I felt like I had, I had been making like weird abstract kind of landscape stuff before, but it didn't really feel real to me because there wasn't anything like inhabiting it so I, I wanted to make like some character i could like put in my cover arts to like flesh out this world that i kind of had very vaguely created in some of my earlier work and that was like how i came up with Anth. and yeah they they're like a very rough 3d model at the start and like 
I've I've tweaked it since then, and uh, usually in my cover arts, I like I, I I do all my cover arts in Blender, and I use the grease pencil to kind of like draw over uh, the 3D model and like add in some of like the more 2D features, just because like I like that mix of 2D and 3D, and also like I am a really bad 2D artist, um, and I just like I like my brain works in like 3D for me, like that's just like what makes more sense. So I usually try to do 3D and then switch back into 2D. And um, yeah, they were like the first character I ever like fully modeled in Blender. And I just like have been rolling with them ever since. And also I've like built the world like around them and their story, which I don't want to give away too much because I have like ideas of how I want to like flesh out um, and the story like lore wise. Um, but yeah, I'm, yeah, they're, they are a cool character. I, um, I'm glad that like, I, I've, I've been able to like have this little mascot thing for my music, I guess. Yeah. And so it does, it seems like Nth isn't like the only character who exists. Cause for example, in like the, when there were others cover art, there's like multiple. Nth. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like Nth isn't the only character, but Nth is kind of just like the protagonist of the story that you're trying to write here. Yes. That, that'd be correct. All right, so another question that I have for you then is just kind of what is it that you like enjoy about, you know, being an artist then? I that's a good question. Um I just like making things. I I really like making just yeah, things that make me happy. Um and I get sometimes I'll I'll, I'll like watch a movie or something and I love being able to like get really motivated by watching that movie and just like make something inspired from it or like being able to turn like an emotion that I'm feeling into like something I can like run back and and enjoy in a way. It's kind of like, I don't know, um, recording my thoughts onto like something, I guess, physical. Um, I'm not necessarily physical, but like something that like, exists in like an actual space instead of just like in my head um and i think that whole process is something that's like really satisfying to me and is a process i really enjoy doing so i think yeah for me being an artist is just making things that i i feel like i just need to make that's really cool and so then with the art how did i guess art start for you how did you start making like how did you start with the whole kind of graphics (laughs) Yeah, um, so I I think art started around the same time as like my music did, but I wasn't I wasn't really making uh, art for my music at the time. I was doing Minecraft animations. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's like uh, I was I was very into Minecraft at the time, um, and and like when I think Minecraft, it's kind of hit like a new peak now with all like the Minecraft YouTube stuff. But like back then it was, it was at like that first peak with like what Minecraft 1.2.5 or something. And um, everyone was like making Minecraft animations. And there was some like crazy talented, like animators making Minecraft animations. Like I remember like slam a cow, um, just like straight up like Pixar level, like all the like Minecraft animations, like that people were putting like insane amount of effort into. And like seeing that like got me like super inspired to just like start doing that myself. And I was really bad at it. Um, and I I was using Blender and this other program called Minimator, I think. 
which was created solely for the purpose of making Minecraft animations. But it was also like, I think the work of just like one or two dudes. Um, so it was very limited. And I just eventually moved over to Blender because it like gave me more freedom. But it also be ended up being like way more complicated. And like, I started like feeling, okay, I, doing this Minecraft stuff is like actually really difficult. And I just started doing like, you know, my own art in it and like watching tutorials about like how to make like 3D spinning galaxy or something in Blender. Um, and just kind of like messing around with the program on my own. And that's how I kind of, I, I, and somewhere along the line, I got the idea, hey, I have this, in, like, I have this knowledge of this program to make art. Why don't I just start making art for my music? Um, and yeah, that's how I think everything started. And so then I guess another question that I have for you has to do with, is there like any message that you uh, want to, you know, kind of give to your fans then? Just like kind of about your music. Is there any, so like, is there like any kind of message you really want to talk about that has was like underlying within your music? Um, I think I, as far as like a single message, I'm not sure if like, like I've, I've found it yet. I, a lot of my music is just about like trying to figure out myself and like the world around me. Um, and I think, I guess the message I think one can get from that is probably just like, it's okay to like spend time trying to like figure out yourself. There's like no rush to just get everything all at once. Like, I think this, the song that like, I think really represents that is like, there's still time. Um, and like the title of that track is like, just straight up telling myself that, hey, there's, there's still time. You don't need to do everything like all at once. You can like, you have the rest of your life to figure things out. Um, and that's uh, just like something that like I've, I've always had to remind myself whenever like, you know, I feel like, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not progressing enough as a musician. I'm not like getting as far as I need to be. Um, I'm not like, you know, where I feel like I should be. I just have to like remind myself that it doesn't all have to be right now. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'm, I'm getting repetitive with it now, but um, yeah, that's, I think, the biggest thing that like I've focused on in music these past recent like years. And so I know a lot of people deal with writer's block, of course, and I just kind of want to know, how do you deal with it? Ooh, um, yeah, I kind of just, I try to just like power through it. It's not healthy to do that that way. Um, but I, I, I usually like whenever I feel like a writer's block coming on, I just try to like absorb as much media as possible, whether it's like just like listening to a bunch of new music or uh, watching a movie. Um, a lot of the times just like animated films, like and hearing that combination of like art and like the soundtracks that usually go along with them um, usually gets me like super motivated to make stuff. Um, so yeah, I think, I guess my suggestion to like anyone who just has writer's blog is like, don't definitely don't force yourself through it, but like, just like try and find new things um, and you'll get through it for sure. And so then with that, you kind of mentioned just like how you just kind of are inspired by just a lot of media simply just because you, you know, you consume a lot of it, you take a lot of it in. Yeah. So if I were to check your Spotify right now, who would you be listening to? Okay. I have been listening to like a ton of Godspeed You Black Emperor. 
Um, I'm, they're a post-rock band from Montreal, um, and they've been like, they've been doing this stuff like since like the '90s or something. I think their first album. I'm pulling up Spotify right now just so I like know my facts. Um, yeah, their first album, F sharp, A sharp, Infinity, was released in 1997. They just released a new album like a couple months ago. Um, so like they've been doing this for like over 20 years. It's insane. And like their albums, like the songs on them are like 20 minutes long a lot of the time. And it's weird. Cause like, I consider myself like someone with like a really short attention span. Um, like I, if someone's like, or, or, or if something's taking too long, I like usually kind of like my mind starts drifting, but for whatever reason, like this band is somehow like able to like, uh, capture my attention for like all of those 20 minutes and the the songs are like you know vary from like being super hopeful super like devastating and dark um and being dreamy they do really crazy stuff like they've i think they they're definitely the band that's like inspiring the most me, me the most at the moment and definitely since you've kind of i guess kind of dived more into this kind of post-rock sound especially since probably the deep ends really yeah. kind of took more of a post-rock approach. So was that just kind of a natural kind of progression then, would you say? Yeah, I mean, I think, like, I've, I've been wanting to make post-rock for, like, a while now. Um, I think, like, um, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say, like, one of the first songs I've made, because I've been, I've been doing this for a while, but, like, one of the first songs I made that, like, got big was a Parting Gift. And that, to me, is, like, like one of the... That to me is like a very like post rock inspired track, and that was um let me see if I can that was that was like yeah like three years ago um so I, it's definitely been something I've had in mind for a while I I just think like I can be like very unfocused sometimes sometimes I'll like fixate on something and then like I'll actually you know fixate on something else for a while and then I'll come back to that thing that I was kind of fixated on earlier and um, it like resonates me with me in like a way it, it didn't before. And I feel like it's just been like that on and off with like post rock. And I feel like I'm slowly reaching towards like a median point where like I can incorporate it into my songs like as like a a natural thing. Um and not just like an idea that like I was like super obsessed with at the time. But like, yeah, now it's like definitely, you know, a sound that I've completely like fallen in love with and I wanna mess around with more. And so then since you've kind of found, I guess, you've been kind of, you know, finding your way through progressing it, through progressing, just trying to find your style then, what's been the biggest challenge for you along the way? I think definitely, like, I, I'm not always, I found it, I find it difficult to, like, create a lot of rock music when I'm not, like, with, like, an actual guitar. Um, and because I, I kind of, like, move around a lot between, like, being in Boston uh, being in New York, um, I've I'm not always like in the same like musical space that um, I feel like I need to be in order to like consistently like make some of the music that I want to make, um, and that has definitely been a challenge. Like I remember, like uh, I was in New York with uh, um, this guitar that I recorded the Deep Ends. Uh, There's still time with. And then when I went back to Boston, I didn't have that the same guitar because it was kind of too big to carry, but I um, had a different guitar, which uh, was like an acoustic electric one. Um, 
and it had a different sound to it. And it was a bit difficult to get that kind of post-rock sound using like an acoustic electric guitar. It's like very much not the kind of guitar you want to use for that. Um, and I just had to like, I just had to make it work though, because that was like what I had. Um, and synthesizing those sounds was like something I probably could have done. It just didn't feel like as fun to me as like playing on an actual guitar. So definitely, I don't know. I just, I feel like sometimes I just need to be in like the right space in order to make a certain kind of music. Um, and that's definitely been a challenge uh, for me, I guess, uh, trying to focus on like more kind of rock and like acoustic, uh, incorporating like more acoustic elements into like my own songs. And so like you're talking about the fact that you kind of switch between going from, you know, being in New York and then being in Boston. So then you don't really, would you say you kind of have like some sort of setup that you have, like, for example, at home in New York that you like don't really have when you're in college in Boston? Yeah, I think it's it's mostly just like the instruments that I have around me. Like my my family is like in general like a pretty music musical family. Like my brother is like very much into like techno stuff, so he has like a bunch of kind of random synthesizers laying around. Um and my my dad was like uh in a band growing up, so he has like a bass that I used on I think a couple tracks um on the album. Um and my mom as well also now is like learning how to play guitar because she's like her and her friends are like have made this kind of band, um, which is really cool. And I think when I go to Boston, I don't really have those things there because I'm, I'm like not with like my family who's like super like, you know, musical and stuff. So it's it's more just like the the people who I'm around and like the instruments I'm around are are just straight up not there. Um, so that 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 I think is the difficult part. But I I've I've gotten I recently like invested in like an audio interface um just so I can like directly plug like my guitar next time into like my computer because the way I actually recorded a lot of the guitar on um Blood Rushing Like Current Through a Power Line was that I point pointed my microphone towards the amplifier that I was using for my guitar instead of like doing it from the line in, um, which was uh, it gave an interesting sound, definitely like very rough, but like I'm hoping that like I think being able to like just straight up uh, plug my guitar next time into my computer will like let me get a cleaner sound and like be able to like manipulate um, what I have more into like what I want. Um, if that makes any sense, I know that was that was like a very scattered thought to that question, but um, yeah, I think it's, it's it's definitely just like more around more about like the the instruments I have around me. And so then like college, let's talk about college then a little bit. So like what are you what are you studying in college? Just curious. I'm I'm actually doing a computer science and media arts. Um which yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's uh it is on the one hand like computer science is like something I've been interested in like for a while um as well. It hasn't been like a super like deep uh passion like as as much as i think like music and art is but it's like it's something that like i feel like i'm good at and like is uh a really like important thing to learn so i i went to college for that so i had turned that like skill that i had into like something a bit more useful that i could like maybe use for other stuff if i wanted to like make my own website or like get a job somewhere that either does like 
game design or like developing apps for some company and some stuff like that, I guess. Um, and uh, that actually led me to having a uh, like game design uh, internship a couple months ago, which was, I, I enjoyed it a lot um, making, like it was, I actually don't know how much I'm allowed to say because I was under NDA, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was it was it was very it, it was it was a very cool internship. I got to work on some really like exciting projects, um, uh, and it was it was for this startup, and they did like children's like I was ba I was basically making like educational like children's video games, which is like a weird thing that I never thought I would have like fun making, but it was actually really cool because we were able to like um, make these games and then they were able to like, you know, get a classroom of kids to like actually like play them. And it was like really cool because like I was doing a lot of the visuals as well as the programming for it. And like seeing like something I made having that impact like in real time was like um, something I really liked. And it's like one of those things that like I never thought doing like computer science would like lead me to. So it's, yeah, it's definitely been something that um, I I'll be wanting to explore more in the future. That's a really cool thing that you're letting us know about there. Um, yeah. So I, you know, we're kind of wrapping up on a little bit of our time here. I just have a couple questions to ask you, Ben. So is there anything that um, you've really found yourself being, you know, successful at, like, along the way with music then? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely, like, very proud of, like, where I've gotten, like, my sound and just, like, the visual accompaniment, accompaniment to my music, like... I feel like I have a very distinct look to like my releases um, and I'm like super proud of that. And I think like getting the acknowledgement of like some of the artists that you mentioned when we started, is like just like a very cool thing because like, I, I guess it's like sort of validation, but there's also like a lot of those artists, they like know what they're doing. So like to like have people who like are super experienced and like making music like um, also enjoy the stuff that I'm making is like is super cool to see. Um, and I, I definitely feel like, I don't know, I'm, I'm good at like making super overblown, distorted, melodic and like glitchy electronic stuff. And like I, uh, it makes me happy to do. And yeah, I'm really, I don't know. I'm, I'm just like glad to be able to do what I'm doing right now. Um, and I'm just hoping I can like continue to do it like as long as I possibly can because it's what I just really enjoy. And is there anything that you kind of wish you had known like when you started out then? Um, yeah, I, I guess um, I really wish like I had actually, honestly, like I think the best advice I could give as far as like people who are starting out and like what I wish I had like known was just like it takes time to like get good at something um and like I was always like forcing myself to like try and like get really good at like this one thing um but I always feel like that's I feel like now that was like not the best way of going about certain things um and it's much more you're gonna have a lot more fun making music if you just like do what you want to do um, and yeah, just like make, make what you want to make and don't feel like pressured by what other people are doing and like, uh, or like, I guess not necessarily following trends. Cause honestly following trends can be like fun as hell. 
if like the trend is like i don't know i like something that you already like to make but like yeah i don't i'm i'm like super i don't this is like a bad answer to this question but uh yeah i just i just think like um i was making like what i wanted to make like from the very start um and that's something i wish i had, I had done earlier mm. All right, so then another question that I have for you, uh, kind yeah. of going off of that, has to do with, is there anything that you're still kind of, you know, curious about learning about with production then? Um, I definitely want to get a, a deeper understanding of, like, mixing, because that's definitely, like, I've, I've struggled with for, like, so long, just, like, because I want to mix my tracks in a way that, like, of course, have, like, that really big, distorted, overblown sound, but, like, also have like a focus to them and it's something that like i feel like me pulling off is like totally random sometimes like i don't have the control over it that i want to um and like i'm it's weird because like i'm i'm starting to like watch youtube videos now about like mixing stuff which is like something that i maybe should have done earlier um so i guess that answers the previous question what's something that i wish i had I'd known earlier maybe like learning some of the fundamentals about mixing is like kind of important but um but yeah i'm i'm definitely I've, i think i've in these past couple months i've gotten a lot better at like mixing and like i've i've found some like cool videos about like um some stuff to like keep in mind while mixing um and it's made me more confident about like some of the stuff I'll put out in the future. Cause like, I remember like the past, both like a place for mountainside and like blood rushing, like current through a power line. I was, I just like, I put them out without like a hundred percent knowing if the mixes sounded good or, good or not. Like I, I had sent it to people earlier and they were like, yeah, it sounds good. Um, but I was like, you know, my ears had been like fatigued from like working on the projects for so long. And, um, you know, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of hard to gauge if like you yourself are like confident in that and how it sounds or not. Um, and I think I've definitely gotten better at that. And I think it's definitely something I want to continue to get better at. And is there like any plans for the future that, you know, you want to tell us about right now or still trying to keep things under wraps? Um, still trying to keep things under wraps because like, like I said, I'm like, I can be very unfocused at times. I'm, I'm very wary of like announcing things or talking about things before they're actually done because I've, I've worked on projects before where like they have actually gotten done and they just don't get released either because like, um, you know, I, I, I just wanted to move on to something else or like, I just didn't think it actually sounded that good. So yeah, I think I'll, I'll keep things under wraps, but definitely I have some really big ideas right now that I, I'm super excited to start working on. Um, so definitely keep a lookout for those. Well, that is really exciting to hear. And I just also really appreciate having you on the show today. No, thank you for having me. I, I, I apologize if I was like super spaced out during the entire thing, but like it was, it was super fun to talk to you. Of course. Uh, so anyways, I'm Solaris, and this is the Keynote Podcast, where I've interviewed Sky, a.k.a. A Cloudy Sky. And That's thank good. you for listening. Thank you.